increasing regulation, market saturation, and rising interest rates. Still think short-term rentals make sense? You're not alone. Join industry experts Bill Faith and Kenny Bedwell as they discuss how you can invest while still staying ahead of the curve, identifying trends before they happen, or blowing them away outright with their insights. This is STRonomics. The podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Market My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with Mark and my STR. Hey, welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, joined by Kenny Bedwell, founder of the largest data research company in the history of the world. No, just kidding. Founder of STR Insights. How are you today? I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, are you standing? I, I am standing. I got... Uh, like, usually I'm standing and you're know, sitting. What effort, happened? An effort to uh, be more like you, Bill. I got a standing desk. And then effort to be more like Avery. I also got a little treadmill underneath too, so I can walk. And so, yeah, so I mean, it's just uh, I since I'm since I'm locked in, you know, in Buffalo, we're just shut in for six months out of the year. Gotta gotta do something to get some exercise while I'm to at least stand, you know, while I'm uh, working. So you need to come down here. You should have stayed an extra day and looked for houses when we got done with the accelerator this weekend <laughs> instead of leaving early. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you you missed you missed the best part. Like, what was the best part? You'll have to watch like, the recording. You made them pole like, walk. Uh, you know, you have the... <laughs> you didn't firewalk. Didn't firewalk. Okay. Yeah, no firewalk. It's kind of a role reversal. I feel a little bit shorter, you know, here with you standing. You know, what's really funny is when people, uh, a lot of people in Accelerator, they all told me, you're taller than you look. And I was like, huh, it must be how I was positioned. So, yes, I'm standing now and I'm going to look taller. Well, that's a good thing. You know, if you got some gel and made that hair go up a little bit higher too, it made, like Tyler Coon, it'd make you look three inches taller. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hopefully that made you feel good. Hopefully at the conference they'll say, oh, Bill, you look skinnier. That's what I'm hoping for. But I want to talk today about the why before the why. I think a lot of people don't know why you and I do what we do, whether it's this, whether it's coaching, whether it's product finder, why you started STR Insights. We talked a little bit about this at the Accelerator, and I had all of you guys, you, John, Jeff, Ryan, kind of talk about your why behind the why. And if anybody of you watched STR Unfiltered and the Hank Norman interview that I did, who will be a keynote speaker at the STR Wealth Conference, where STR Insights, Kenny Bedwell's the title sponsor, it resonated with me and that I probably don't, like you You brought it up when, when you were here this weekend. People have asked you and we don't talk about that stuff enough. This is about buying properties. It's about the data. It's about finances, that type of stuff. But really, if you if a client comes to you and to me and they want to work with me or work with you, the first thing that we both ask is why, right? right. But there's a story that's usually even deeper 
behind that why, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, I really haven't probably dove deep enough into the why before the why. Why is that important for you before you try to help somebody find a property? I want to talk about that first. Then I want to dive in about our whys behind the why. So people don't really think about that. They are- I didn't even fucking think about it. I'm supposed yeah. to be the guy that is supposed to think about it. Yeah. They don't think about that when they get into investing, especially short-term rentals. And I think that, um, and I've had some conversations with people and I just tell them, look, this isn't for you. You know, you're going to be that person and in a nice way, but essentially they're going to be that person that's going to be in the Facebook groups complaining about a gas, you know, and this situation that happened. And there's, there's an added element of hospitality that you have to have. And, and you know, if you're simply in this to make money, sure. Like we're in this to make money. I get that, but it can't just be all about, yeah, I mean, I, I want to make money and this is how I'm going to do it. There, it just isn't a good fit. And why so, do you want to make more money? Right. Yeah. Why? Like what's, what's driving you and, you know, and, and, and so that's, that's how really is your, important. how is your job so bad that that's, that's the trigger that want, that starts what we cognitively think about the why, right? Right. So yeah. I think that's a perfect segue for you to talk about why you started investing and how that kind of manifested through to SDR insights. Right. And I think it's important that like there can, I just want to be clear with everyone. And I said this in accelerator too, like everybody's why is going to be different. Now there's going to be, you know, common components and not like for me, you know, quick synopsis. Obviously I wanted to leave my W2 job, you know, and get away from that world. But some people- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did you want to leave it? You you told everybody on- I, I know, I know, I know. But I just want to emphasize because I, a lot of people, I talked to some people and they're like, well, I don't want to leave my jobs. You know, is that good? In, like, I don't want to leave my W2 job like everybody else. And there are people out there who like what they do, but can still invest in short-term rentals and still have a really good why they're doing that. And that might be to spend more time with their family. And so for my example, I felt like why, so why I wanted to leave my job and why I really took on investing in short-term rentals and real estate was because number one, my goal is to help people. I always wanted to do that. I wanted to have an impact on society of some sort of way. You know, I wanted to feel like whatever I was doing was contributing to the well-being of others. And Does that go I, back to your upbringing, your childhood, Kenny? Is that impact? Is that was that part of church, family, parents, and how they raised you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was a you know did church, and I was a Boy Scout, and you know even Eagle Scout and stuff. And you're you know you're always taught to like help people and serve people and do these things. And so it's this inherent need, I guess, for me to like want to help others. And I found, you know, you, like you always mentioned, Bella, you, and it was interesting. You've said, you said this, I, it did never register to my brain, but I always saw, knew this. It's like, you have to give to get, and we're not you know, going to talk about it in detail, but like, basically like when you serve and you give, 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 it just kind of flows you and you can look and like really sit back and appreciate and see where you're at, you know, and it's, it lifts you up. Everybody gets lifted up, not just it the makes you feel good too. When you help people, right. There's an, there, when, when somebody comes up and they, they give you a hug and Kenny, wow, thank you for finding me that property in, in new remain or wherever it is. I'm actually doing better than 15%. You've changed our trajectory. Right. And it's like what Ryan said. Ryan said that he's there to change generations. I, I, can't, I can't remember the term that he said. Right. Yeah. And, and, that, and that stemmed from his father. And I didn't know John's story. I didn't know your story. 
Mm -hmm. right? So like you want to serve, you want to help. I want to do the exact same thing. Church and your parents is what brought that for you. My entire family is in education. So Mm -hmm. in education, you make no money and you're there to help children and kids and whatever grow and manifest. I think that's what was the impact for me of why I do what I do today. Right. And the, and the more clear of the why becomes the, the greater the desire to obtain whatever your goal is going to be or whatever you're trying to achieve. And so when I tell people about this and I try to really help them understand what their why of the why of the why, you know, it, and then I tell them like, look, when you can define that clearly, mount, you will move mountains to get to the end result. You will love, whether that's getting your first property or the 10th property, whatever that is that's in your head that you think that I will hit this, like the light at the end of the tunnel, whatever that light is, that milestone, you will hit that if you have a clear why. And you ha- and, and that might not be something that you just, you can define overnight. You know, I think for me, it's like, it took, it took several years. I was, I'm like, there's gotta be something more to whatever I'm doing than this, you know? And no one really teaches you, like you have to go out of your way and search for it. It's an individual journey. And frankly, you know, I say I'm still on, you know, I think we're all on our own, like. It never ends. Yeah, it never ends, right? But really figuring out what that is, a motivator and that driver. And then all of a sudden, I just, I look back and it's, it's insane. It's just, it's crazy sometimes. Like I remember when I, I mentioned the accelerator, remember I said, I wanted to quit my job. I joined the mastermind. I went to the first meeting in Gold Shores. And I, and I was, I remember looking out over the ocean before I was leaving and everybody was going to go check out properties. And I had to leave. And I said, I was so jealous, not a bad way, but just like, and I was like, I had to leave because I had taken specific time off and I couldn't take any more time off. And I had to go back to my job. And I was like, I never wanted, like, I've got to quit my job. And I remember looking over the ocean and going, I'm going to quit in five years. And then a year and a half later, I was quitting my job and living on my short-term rental income. But my desire really stemmed from that moment of what I needed to do. And not that, like, I didn't even know, like, between then and running STR Insights, I didn't even know STR Insights was on the, you know, the map at that time. What was the first thing we did in that meeting? Define our life goals. What's the first thing that I have everybody do in the accelerator? Define their life goals. And that'll be, that's the first thing they do in the inner circle. And it's the first, because it's the first thing that John Baird made me do. Yeah. With other successful entrepreneurs. And I'm a firm believer that, as we talked about this weekend, we all have three, four, five opportunities in front of us to change our lives. And, you know, that may have been one of them for you. You know, when we, and it, and it, it may have been partly because of the life plan and trying to define, but it was probably most likely what you missed out on tied to how you felt about your job. You talked more in depth about how you probably had some resentment within your job or angst in your job because you were building other people and all that type of stuff. Right. And I think that it's hard to feel, it's hard to feel those things and see those things without taking a step back and really, you know, trying to take a deeper dive to have an understanding about it. And I think that's, what's a beautiful thing that I love about your and my relationship here on the podcast and, you know, really from day number one. And it's just your analytical approach. And I'm a financially driven guy, but I'm the value add guy. I call it, I call you the play by play and I'm the color commentator, right? And you got to have both to have a successful, successful broadcast. You know, you need Jim Nance and Tony Romo together. You know, Mm -hmm. they're good separate, but they're amazing, you know, together. So, I want you to tell them 
and we'll just make this all as much about you as we can. Oh, tell them about tell them about the the second mastermind meeting. Mm. So because you just said you really didn't have a plan to do STR insights, and I remember it was shortly after that very first mastermind, probably within a month or two. I don't remember the exact timeline. I think it was the first week of February of twenty one. And I think you had delivered like your first round of spreadsheets to your your closest relationships inside of the mastermind. Yeah. Like Emil and Sarah and Celia and some of those people, right? Mm-hmm. What happened after that? What happened at the next the next meeting? Like literally five, six months later. Yeah. So I think this desire to to find properties, to find deals, because I knew that I, I knew it was kind of I wanted to level up my STR game. I only had two properties at that time. So it's like, how do I grow? And I was analyzing, I was using my skills I learned at City to, to analyze properties and, and find new markets. And that's how I created the spreadsheets. But I wanted to share that with other people. And I, and I shared with it, you know, and they said, Kenny, you need to share this with more people. And I'm like, all right, I'll bring you to the mastermind meeting. But it, there was no intention of it being a software company. Like that wasn't on my radar. That wasn't even- You were like- just giving. You had an ability in, in the mastermind to give more than you expect to receive, right? That's our one of our tenants. Yeah. And you were giving to your fellow members because you had a skill set that nobody else in that group at that time, nobody today possesses. Right. So you were helping them. And then something happened on that day in that movie theater. I love this story. Yeah, so- I was, I, I, I had no idea what people were going to say about it when they saw the spreadsheets, the markets, you know, it's like Logan, Ohio, number one. Right, I've got to tee this up because you're missing that. You're, you got to tell the story, right? So right, we have I'm a storyteller. I'm just like, here it we is. Have 50 <laughs> people in a huge Vacasa, you know, managed cabin in Gatlinburg for mastermind meeting number two. And so, so when you say, I love that because I want to emphasize this. So a Vacasa cabin sleeps 50, but seats 16. So- <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> there's this movie theater on the middle floor that has like 16 seats in it. And it was nice and it was elevated and it was great. But the place sleep- slept like 60 people. You remember the the like <laughs> the, the six king beds in the bunk rooms and stuff or yeah. queens or whatever? It was awesome. It was a great place. But the point, the moral of the story is, is Chris is like downstairs doing Facebook ad breakout session. And Kenny goes up and says, hey, I've got these spreadsheets. Let me show you some data analysis on some markets around the country. And there's six fucking people, you know, up there, I think. And I was one of them for like the first five or 10 minutes. And I had never, I hadn't seen the spreadsheets. And I do remember what the number one property in the country at that time was for gross ROI. What was it? It was Logan, Ohio. Number one market, yeah. Logan, Ohio. And Kenny gets about 10 minutes in showing gross ROI, showing bedroom. I don't even remember what was on the spreadsheet, but my mind is blown. And I said, I just left. I walked downstairs where everybody, nobody was paying attention to Kenny, a handful of people. And they wanted Chris and like Facebook ads and the sexy shiny key stuff. Right. And I said, dude, you got everybody, you need to get the fuck upstairs because Kenny's going to blow your mind. And literally within about five to 10 minutes, everybody there, there was 40, 50 people crammed into this 16 or 18 seat, you know, movie theater. And then what happened, but it wasn't even that Kenny, it's the questions and the onslaught for you. It was like, you were thrown into this gauntlet. It was like watching gladiator, the movie. And the first time yeah. he comes out, you know, and, and, and he just kicks ass against everybody. But then the next thing happened, it was John, it was Paul, it was 
Scott, it was Jose, it was all these guys that you really didn't even know. You were one of the OGs, and this is the first meeting. And they're like, dude, I need this. Send me that spreadsheet. I got it. And you were a little bit apprehensive. You know, you didn't want to just give it to people that you didn't know, because what if that went out into the world? But it was literally like piranhas when you throw a piece of red meat into, into the, the river. They were just like vultures all over this information because we saw how good it was. What happened after that? Well, they were the ones, you know, all, all of them. I mean, everybody told me like, Kenny, you need to, you need to turn this into something, you know? Like I, I was honestly just thinking this is, you know, this is, this is just for me or this, you know, for the group or whatever, like knowledge and information and data and, you know, not thinking of it as like, oh yeah, this is going to be some company. I'm going to start to make money. It's like, no, this is, this is solving a real problem and everybody wanted access to it. And they're like, Kenny, you need to turn this into something really like, you know, open it up to the world. And I didn't know any, I know I didn't know anything about startups or doing that, or it was, you know, probably my job, what, you know, like that's, that's crazy. But it, they opened my eyes. They gave me that confidence. They're like, no, you can do this, you know, and like, this is how you would do it, or this is how you would start to attempt to do it. Um, and really pushed me in that direction uh, and nudged me. I, I don't think if I hadn't been a part of that community, I would, I would never, ever have done this, <laughs> so, you know? So really with those, those, those mastermind members who helped me um, get started in this thing and encouraged me and gave me the confidence. I think that's a, a big thing we lack. And that's why when I talk to a lot of people who are struggling to find properties, they're having, a, they have that lack of confidence. That's really what they need is just, yes, what you're looking at makes sense or here, here's what you need to do them that, that makes sense. And so um, a lot of people just want affirmation. That's right. It. Yeah. And if you can get affirmation just to give you that little bit of nudge to jump off that high diving board, then it's much more comfortable. Yeah. It, it's so, I, I noticed that in the accelerator, like a lot of people, Kenny, I'm thinking about one girl was like, I think I'm upgrade my septic to, so I can host more people. So well, how much more money is hosting more people going to make you? She's like, I'm pretty sure I have a property in the same area that hosts this number. And if I can get it to this, I can make this. And I was like, how much per year? She's like, She's like, ah, oh, it's about ten to fifteen thousand dollars more per year. And I was like, how much is it to update this up? Twenty thousand dollars. And I was like, done. I'm, I'm like, what, what are you waiting for? Yeah, I was like, what do you think? And she's like, you know, it, it's that like it, it, it makes sense. And I was like, what are we talking about? That you know, but you know like, what's yeah, even, you know what's even harder, Kenny, is the conversations. Yeah. I know you had some this past weekend. I have them every single day. Hey, I've got eight hundred thousand dollars in equity in this property that's doing fifty-five thousand net income or forty thousand dollars net income, or the LTR store. Yeah, I bought this in two thousand sixteen for two hundred. Now it's worth nine hundred. It's right. almost paid off, or it's paid off, or it's all sitting there in cash. Oh, but I don't want to sell it because you know it's. I'm, I bought it for appreciation, or I'm still making twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Okay, well, what if you give Bill or Kenny? $800,000 in cash and open up the country as your oyster. What are you going to get when we find you two, three, four properties with that $800,000 in cash doing 15% gross ROI, operating at a net income of 40%? Right. They're still afraid to do it. They need affirmation. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing for me. Anything that we're unfamiliar with, I think. So it's like figure out your why you know, beyond just like to make money and then get around. And that's always, I don't know, I don't know if I made, this made any sense, but I stood up and said, I just felt like I had to say it to people in the accelerator. It's like, and then, you know, you highlighted it later. It's like, find 
other people who are just like find the experts, find that your tribe, find other people who know what they're talking about too, and get involved, talk to them, you know, come if you like what we, if you're listening to the podcast, and you like what we're saying, like, come talk to us, ask us these questions because you need, everybody needs that affirmation, you know? I think a, 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 a thousand yeah. percent. I mean, I played golf for a living and you know what the most important component of golf is? It's the caddy that gives you the affirmation. Hey, it's like 177 front 185 to the pin 192 over and the wind's swirling around. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a, a, a six or a seven. And the caddy says, it's a firm seven. You've got this dial it in as opposed to hitting a soft six. Then you're like, you're right. And then you you're able to swing with confidence, right? And that's the exact same thing when you're afraid to make that $600,000 purchase or that million dollar purchase, you need that affirmation to be able to do it with confidence. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's what I say about standing on shoulders of giants. You know, it, it doesn't matter if it's my mastermind or if you have Kenny to help you find a property or the inner circle or whatever it is. As, and what did we tell people this last weekend? Find your own. You don't yep. have to come and pay to get into something. You can, but you can also create your own. Joe Roney created his own mastermind. He was accelerator number one, I believe, right? Like one of the first people to go through it. Yep. And that, that stuff is awesome. But we all, nobody should be going through this on their own. Correct. Take it from, I, you have brothers and sisters, Kenny? I yep. assume you do. Sister, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that the isolation, and like for me, I grew up with a single mother as an only child. And I had a great upbringing. We weren't dirt poor, but we didn't have any extra money. And she had to work multiple jobs. Like holiday season, I always think about her, especially since she's passed away. My mom would be working at Mervyn's, you know, till 10 o'clock at night during the holiday season. She was a teacher during the day. And so I was on my own and I kind of was, you know, my why is very similar to your, your why. I want to help people because it was hard for me to get that help until I became really good at golf. Then because I was good, people took interest. But when I struggled, people didn't take an interest. And I was fortunate enough to be put into the big brother program uh, by my mother. And that's what got me into golf. And that was one of those like four or five things that changed my life. Right. And that one, just one of those instances. But for me, it's kind of, I mentioned the education. I want the same thing that you do. I want to help people. And, you know, I, I that's why I do what I do. I love it. I, I know you do too. And I hope that people can see that in your passion and what you do in my passion, even though we have completely different personalities. And I see it in you and I hope you see it in me. And I think when you align yourself with other people that have a similar passion or a similar direction, that's when the magic really happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, and I look at those first 13 people in that mastermind. And then that second, that second round, you guys didn't want more people in the mastermind. It's like, Hey, let's keep it super small. And then we went to like 50 or 40 or whatever it was. And that's really when the magic happened. So like for me, you know what I'm most proud about out of the mm -hmm. mastermind? I'm most proud of you and Jeff and Christiane Crump and Kim Fitzpatrick. I'm most proud of the businesses that have the entrepreneurial ventures that have been started out of those things. Yeah. Not just not the properties, not all that other stuff. That's all a byproduct. But at the end of the day, I want to help people build things and you, and you, and there's really not a difference in a million dollar property versus a million dollar business, at least in the way that I look at it. But doing a business that's not real estate is harder. There's no question. Right. And you, uh, you've done an amazing job. I am proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Yeah. Appreciate that. It means a lot. And I think, you know, it's getting the guidance, you know, I've 
sure I've called you a lot. I remember I was even scared to. I was like, I got to schedule on Bill's calendar to like weeks out. Like, All right. Like I'll wait and sit and sit. And then you were just well, like, I mean, we, I mean, there's conversations that have to be had. We talked about protecting yeah. your IP and, you know, how do you do that stuff? And then fundraising and just, there's a lot of things that go into that. And a lot of those same things go into, you know, investing what we do in real estate. Like we talk about properties a lot, but we're not talking about them unless we have the market or the properties locked down. Right. Right. I mean, we've, and, and you're taking care of your clients before you make anything public. I'm taking care of my inner circle, my mastermind before I make anything public. It's, that's just the way that, that those things have to happen. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing for me is I don't want people to go it alone. That's when you make mistakes. All the mistakes, I mean, I now, like I have you guys now, you, you, Jeff, John, Ryan, all in the, all came all in the mastermind. I mean, it's like I'm robbing because people are paying to get in the mastermind, but I also get the benefit of being surrounded by them, even though they're surrounded by me and people like you at the accelerator. And that's the thing that creates the ultimate value. And you think about the conversations like at dinner that we had, right? With just us on Saturday night and the relationships that we have, you go to Jeff for legal advice. You go to Ryan for tax advice. They come to you for, you know, property advice. You come to me for whatever, you know, and those are the things you go to Avery for things. And that those are the, the things that's like our little mastermind, our little accountability group that we can turn to. And that's what I believe everybody needs in their life, whether it's in the real estate side, whether it's in the entrepreneurship side, that's like you, you need an advisory board. Right. And I know you're, you're probably putting one together and I've sat on a bunch of those boards because of certain skills that I possess. Right. And then you find those skills. Like you need to find somebody that can create great pitch decks, somebody that knows how to fundraise, somebody that, you know, all these different things that you can fill those seats. So why would people not be looking for the best revenue manager, the best super property builder, the best data analyst, the best tax, the best attorney, you should be creating your own little team. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But figure out your why. And then understand what happens to drive you to that decision to create the why is even more important than the why, because that's what drove you to that decision first. That's the why before the why, folks. Thanks for opening up, my friend, and sharing that. Yeah, bro. Good episode. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you for listening to STRonomics. Stay ahead of the curve and subscribe today.